1: Drink it in, man.
0: Touchdown Detroit Lions. Corn Cornbread! Corn brand.
1: Corn brand. Drink it in, man. Touchdown Detroit.
0: Touchdown, the to Detroit
1: Lions! Detroit Kool-Aid, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers. It is Friday. This is your host, Derek Ocree on the detroit kool-aid cast now i know i've been going a little bit crazy these last couple of shows i've been off the rails i've been yelling a lot i've been frustrated the team's not winning we all know this but we also know that it's still best to drink that delicious honolulu blue flavored kool-aid drink it in man we will get this right we will start winning this team will start coming together and a guy's gonna help me figure that out and talk about it today is the one and only chops chops back on the show how you doing today
0: Oh, Oakry. You know, I, I'm feeling good. My lion's not feeling so good right now, but I I think there's brighter days ahead. And uh, it's always darkest before the dawn, Oak. So I'm here to get you off the ledge and get these, uh get these people drinking some more Kool-Aid and get ready for the next game.
1: Thank you, buddy. We'll, we'll also have a double of cornbread get us going.
0: Cornbread! Cornbread!
1: <laughs> so, so, Choppy, here, here's the thing. I mean, uh, we... We're going to talk about the Vikings at some point. We know that's the game coming up. But what me and you are going to do for a bulk of the show is fix the Lions. We, we, we got to figure out this roster, these injuries, how this thing's moving forward, get the people excited. We're going to spend a good bulk of time on that. But before we get to that... I mean, you're my hockey insider. You're very fired up that the the boys have hit the hit the ice and the pucks have dropped here recently, and the regular season's right around the corner. As my hockey insider, I thought I'd give you a minute or two to hype the people up about these Red Wings that we got going. Um, do your thing.
0: Oh baby, well, uh, Oakley, as you have probably seen on the old uh, Twitter page, you can uh, hit me up at Chops in the D. Uh, all your hockey insider information on the Red Wings, and man, I'm feeling I'm feeling good about this Red Wings team. Um, you know, we got a young team. We got the captain, the man Stevie Y at the helm. He's been GM in the team now. We're starting to get his identity. I'm loving it. Um, and dude, the season, the off season moves we have made. Uh, I'm feeling really, really good about this team. I'm looking at us up and down. I mean, I like our top nine forward group. I like, I think we've got six solid defensemen. And uh and man, this goalie tandem that we have uh with this, you know, um rookie of the year candidate goalie that we picked up from Carolina, basically just bamboozled from Carolina somehow, along with uh Thomas Grace, man. I'm feeling real good about this team. And I think if we can stay healthy, we can get these kids taking some steps forward and we can start making some playoff pushes here pretty quick.
1: Thank <laughs> you. Chops, one reason it's called Detroit Kool-Aid is because I wanted to serve that kind of stuff up for the people too. Drink it in man. Uh. Get, get get that Red Wings bright red Kool-Aid as well this year, because I'm excited for hockey as well. Now, one other thing before we dive into lions, I'm also seeing on the old Twitterverse something called hashtag choppy likey. <laughs> now you've said it to me, you've said it in text. I laugh almost every time. It's it's odd, it's funny. It's, it may become a new gimmick phrase out there chop hashtag choppy likey now let me ask you this is it hashtag choppy choppy likey uh lucas raymond uh
0: yeah uh, that's like choppy lovey Uh, (laughs) lucas raymond is a freaking stud man this kid's like 22 years old uh ripped it up in the swedish league now for the last few years and i'm ready for this guy to be in the nhl they've been putting him on the line with dylan larkin and philip Zadina. And I mean, all the kid has done in three games is like, I think, I think he's got like seven points or something like two goals and five assists and the dude, dude's just, he, I mean, he went, he went bar down on Marc-Andre Fleury uh, a couple of days ago in, Ch- in Chicago and just, it was sick, man. So choppy likey that kid and he better not be in the <laughs> AHL when the season starts, that's for sure.
1: All right, give me two more choppy likeys for Red Wings, then we'll transition to Lions. And is Mo Cider hashtag choppy likey worthy?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mo Cider is definitely Choppy Likey worthy. <laughs> he uh again, they're pairing the kid up. He's again young. Uh, this will be his first full season in the NHL. They're gonna pair him up with Nick Letty, uh, another off-season acquisition who's kind of our veteran. And I I think those two are just going to, they're going to light it up. They're going to be our top pair here pretty quick. Uh, Same thing, man. This kid's got a blast. He had a nice power play goal again against the Blackhawks where he just ripped it from the blue line straight through screen, beautiful shot. And uh, the guy's, you know, he's got some physical, he's kind of, he looks kind of gangly right now because he's got a, he's got a body, a tall frame to build up and bulk up a little bit. But, dude, he's silky smooth with his passes, and uh,
1: he's got some scoring touch, too. So, so choppy likey. <laughs> nice. So, so what I want the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers to do is, at some point, you know, pull up at Chops in the D, send a funny take, send a Lions thing, something about hockey, whatever it may be, and hit it with that hashtag, choppy likey. So, all right. Let, that's all fun stuff. We When we have the Hockey Insider, we got to get the people. I know some of you are like, I want to hear about football. the lo-. Hey. This is one of our Detroit teams too. Pistons, Wings, Lions. We're all excited trying to get these teams rolling. So, choppy. Let's do this when we start to fix the Lions. I want to do a little game called Save recycle or throw out. (laughs) And so some of these players, you know, we can save on this team for moving forward. Other ones we can keep, but we got to fix them. We got to get them going. We got to get them to play better. And some just need to get out. (laughs) I mean, we've seen enough. They're hot garbage. Put them out at the, at the side on Friday or whenever the dumpster rolls around the old neighborhood. You know what I mean? So let's do this somewhat rapid fire style. So chops, Trey flowers
0: oof man uh well it's hard to talk about my man flowers right now because he's he's hurt which you know applies to about i don't know 50 percent of our starters right now
1: might be 75 um,
0: but i think flowers is a guy that we actually could look to move at the deadline here this year um you know i, I like him but i don't know if he's going to necessarily fit where we want to go going forward so if we can get some assets for him i say we recycle him into the field and uh, get some picks
1: I like it. Oakry likey. I am going to recycle him as well. Even whatever I can get for Trey Flowers at this point, move him forward. He's not on my football team next year. Good guy, big guy, hard worker, but I haven't seen anywhere near enough that he was set to do here in Detroit. So recycle, or if I have to, get out. All right, here's one for you. I've heard your takes on him before. Tracy Walker. What are you doing with him?
0: Oh, oh, man, this guy. I know he is like on your on your hot love list, uh, you know, and and he's he's putting up some stats, right? I mean, he's getting some tackles, um, you know. He he had the sack against San Francisco, but oh, man, I mean, right now, I honestly feel like he's on the squad because we just don't have anything better at safety. But that has to change. Um, so, but I will say this: I think that I think he's under contract for one more year. And I think he ends up being saved and being on this team as a mentor or more of a stopgap until we can get some more young talent in here. Because I mean, I think we all know that safety is uh, is, is not a strong suit right now. And uh, Tracy Walker's performed admirably, but not up to expectations. So he's, he's like a save slash recycle.
1: All right, interesting. You're you're giving that Kool Aid twist here. A little positivity on the show. You gotta like that. Drink it in,
0: man.
1: Uh... Now, now, me, the creator of Detroit Kool Aid, the uh, ultimate Detroit Kool Aid drinker, like all of you out there listening. I mean, I hate to do it, but yeah, Tracy was on my love list. He has been my guy. You would think I'd save or recycle him, but choppy, I think I'm done. I I, I feel like, as you said, we have no one else. But as soon as we have someone else. I I don't mind him being off this roster. I don't mind him being way down the depth chart. I continue not to see nearly enough from number 21. He had me all hype about three years ago, two years ago, and the last couple. I mean, he's got to get out, in my opinion. I don't see it. Uh, Another guy, let me just hit you with this on the don't see it, throw it out, hot garbage, get off my team, never want to see you play again. Will Harris. I mean, I tried to call him a captain, a leader. He's a great guy. All this stuff. He can't play football. He, he. I've seen absolutely enough of this guy. Every play that's made on Sundays is on number twenty-five.
0: Yeah, I agree. He's a. He's a man. If we can get something for him, get him, get him out the door, get a pick for him. I mean. You can't.
1: (laughs) You can't get anything for Will Harris. He's shown himself. He can't play at this level, whatever his issues are. I don't care how big he is. I don't care about people saying, oh, move him to the line of scrimmage. It'd be better. He can't cover. He can't tackle. I just have totally flipped on this guy as well. I've seen enough. I reach this point with certain players where I try to root for him. I try to Kool-Aid him. I try to give him cornbread. And instead, I'm just like, nope, I'm done with him. And he's on that list. Jeff Okuda, an interesting name. I mean, most people think, "Oh, it's a definite save. He's definitely going to get recycled." Is he? Are you, are you? Are you still rolling with number three pick? Is he still got game? Is he going to be good off an Achilles?
0: Oh, uh oh, he's too young to throw away, and he's injured, so you can't really recycle him. This kid's going to be on the team next year. Um, but I don't, I just, I mean, look, we, we took him number three overall, right. He was supposed to be the guy he was supposed to take steps forward. Like, like our boy Darius Slay did after, you know, year two, year three. Um, I don't see it. I see him being a guy he's cheap and he's young, but he's not going to be our number one corner, uh, beyond. I mean, again, obviously he's not playing this year cause he's hurt, but, and I hate, I hate to do that to a guy who didn't, you know, barely got to even show anything this year, but Man, uh, what I saw didn't impress, and I'm getting – my patience is wearing a little thin with him.
1: Like, I'll save him because of the draft capital and his pedigree, and but I've – he hasn't made any, like, quality games. I can't – there's not one game where – I mean, he had a pick, okay, we get it. He had a couple, you know, minor flashes, but – just haven't seen it, so I I can't wait for the lit day on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast where instead of saying, oh, they're young like, wait, let's see, he'll get better, we're just like, if you're not good enough you don't play, you don't start we don't leave you out there on multiple plays to get burned and that's what I feel like with him, if he comes back next year, it's like you know, yeah, it's fine, but I would love a guy that's just better, that can just go out and make plays, that can cover, that can make tackles, can turn the football over. So that may be where he falls in that. Let's let's go a little bit rapid fire with these last couple so we can get to some more Lions fixes here. So Deshaun Hand, what are you doing with him?
0: Again, I, man, I, I hate this because we keep bringing up these guys that haven't even played a snap this season. Um, I mean – I feel like he's going to be on the team next year because he's a rotational body. Um, you know, he's still young. He's twenty five. He's got pedigree coming out of Alabama. I didn't get to even see him this year. I haven't seen him since last year. But
1: you never uh, see him. So
0: I think because of where he is, he still is on this team next year. He obviously you can't recycle him because of uh, because of his injury issues, but. He's on the squad but I don't I have very low expectations for this guy. He's going to be replaced pretty quickly by uh, some of our young studs.
1: See, I I don't want to be anti-Kool-Aid, but again, Deshaun Hand, he never is healthy. He never plays, and we haven't seen him make plays since his rookie year, which was three years ago. I mean, I think this is his contract year. If he has another year, congratulations, but I would not be mad to move on from this guy. Maybe he can play on another team. Maybe he can play in general, but I just never see him play, so I've seen enough of his play. You know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty much done with him as well. Uh quick on this, Hal Vitae I mean, uh get him out, throw him out. I know he's sort of been decent, you know, where his new role is what right guard, but get him out. Use that money in other places. Come on.
0: Yeah, I agree. He's a he's a throw out. I don't I don't need to see him on my squad. Our O line is is uh pretty darn good and he he's he to me he's the weak link and he doesn't
1: need to be here and i saved the best for last uh choppy chop and that's your boy jared goff i mean you saving him does he need a little recycle with some extra weapons or yes you, you, you're done with him? have you have you seen enough to where it's like yeah we we, we got to get a dynamic qb
0: Oh, buddy, Oakry. it's been, it's been four games, man, and the guy, and who's, who's the guy throwing the ball to, Raymond Khalif, come on, Khalif, like, give me a break, dude, I can't even say the guy's name right, I switched his name around, because we don't even know who he is, bro, no, I'm not throwing Jared, Jared Goff, I'm still on the Goff train, uh, that's my boy 16, and yeah, he's, he's had some ups, he's had some downs, probably a couple more downs than we would have liked, but yeah, man, he's, he's, he's a save.
1: He's a solid state. So, Choppy, what you're telling me is if your kid, you'd rather have your kid named Raymond Khalif than Khalif Raymond. Is that what you're saying? Sure. Everybody <laughs> loves Raymond. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's funny. I mean, we're going to get into it here in a, in a little bit because I got more on this guy. I mean, I might have a bone to pick with you here in the next segment or so about him. But let, let me put him in my... Uh, recycle column right now based on some of the things I've seen. I'm either willing to keep him. I'm also willing to move him if somebody needs a QB, but he needs to tighten up and he also needs a little more help uh, and to be more of a playmaker. So I will recycle Jared Goff for right now. So, okay. So we, we recycle, we, we saved a few guys. We threw out a lot of the extra that we don't need. So let me ask you this. If you're keeping Goff around, he's a solid save for you. Quote unquote, like, when and how do you address the quarterback
0: oh so i have i'm a very firm believer that you build your team from the from starting from the trenches as we've talked about many times you build your team you put the weapons in place and then when the time is right you drop in the right quarterback if if you don't already have them right i mean Look at look at what Casey did before they just dropped in Patty Mahomes, right? I mean, that, that defense was sick. They had weapons all over the place. And then, and not to, you know, that's not taking anything away from Patty because he's the man. But to me, look, Goff is going to be our quarterback this year. And in my opinion, he should be our quarterback next year as well. We need to clean house. We need to get the old regime out. We need to get get all the new regime players in. And look, come year three, if well, and I'll be completely honest, none of the quarterbacks in college right now are making me, you know, antsy in the pantsy because I'm not seeing anything from these guys that were that, that were rated high so nobody's standing out to me I know we got a couple of guys you've done some breakdown on them, but no one's really sticking out to me so golf is our guy next year, and um, if, if the class after that looks okay, then we talk about it, but I got time.
1: Okay, I figured you'd go there so so golf hashtag
0: shopppy likey
1: <laughs> there you go i mean i i'm 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 having struggles based on what I see choppy lot, lots of balls you know that are wobbly, I'm seeing a lot of uh, lack of big time throws, Big Ten playmaking. I've seen a few too many turnovers in four games from your boy number sixteen. I mean, he says everything great at the microphone, but is he just going through the motions, saying, "Oh, I love, I love Raymond Khalif. He's incredible. I mean, Khalif Raymond, he's incredible. I, I love his work ethic. Or is he just saying that because that's the thing to say? Um, he's going through the motions. He's collecting his check. I have some questions. Uh, you know, he does some things I like. He does some. He says some things I like that I think he does. Does mean, but where's the fire? Where's the passion? Where's the playmaking? Where's the guy where you like every week? Hey, with a little bit of extra playmakers, 16's the guy. Like I got questions.
0: Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. But look, I you know, I want to let's let's dive. You know me. You know, oh, I'm a, a numbers guy, right? So let's look yep. at his numbers through the first four games. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, blow your mind up here with all these. You know, stats. <laughs> but based on what he's done so far in these first four games, I mean, the guys, guys, he's, if if this plays out, the guy's looking at 440 completions, 4,400 4, yards, 28 touchdowns, eight picks. And the guy's been sacked 10 times already. So, I mean, that last game against Chicago was just brutal. So uh, those are not terrible numbers for a team that's going to be, you know, that's that hasn't won a game yet. Let's put it that one. Yeah, Yeah, I I don't mind
1: those numbers, but it's the the eye test with him. He cost us a game in Green Bay. I feel like, you know, uh, he played, the team overall played well start to finish and almost found a way against Baltimore. But then even in this last game, I mean, he's put up a, a double goose um, in, in two halves or three first quarters, I think. I mean, we can't have zeros. We, we need points. We need touchdowns. We need playmaking early, not like late in the game, like old number nine used to love to do.
0: Yeah. No, I hear you. I hear you. I, look, he could be better. The whole team could be better, right? I mean, no touchdown passes against Baltimore, even though we almost won that game. He managed the game well. Um, you know, two, two against Chicago, but, I mean, again, it was like too little, too late. Um, same thing with San Francisco. I mean, they were just getting wiped out and and he threw, you know, through a couple late ones there, but yeah, I agree. Um, but I think, like I said, he's got, he's, he's dealing with what the team has given him. Right. So does he have that deep bound threat? No. Um, does he have, does he have multiple options to check down to other than dump offs to swift and swag? Not really. Um, you know, it it sounds like Hawkinson's, uh, a little dinged up too, so I think that may may have affected some there, but I guess my look, problem I'm not is to tell you he's i'm not going to tell you he's been great but i'm also not going to tell you he's been the worst either.
1: Yeah, no, I guess my issue, you said it right there, oh, he's managed the game well, like, yeah, when everything's perfect, he's been fine, when he's, uh gets rolling a bit, he puts up some stats and makes some plays, I'm just telling you, if they gave him ultra playmakers, I'm starting to still question at this point, is he going to bomb it down the field, is he going to make those big time numbers and plays, or is he still going to be no, he's all right. He's okay. He makes makes plays here or there. He's he's a stand-up guy. He's got some quarter, talent at the quarterback position, but not a guy that you're going to ultimately win at a high level with. And like you said, maybe he's here two more years, but that whole transition to the quarterback to me is kind of like you said. I think they need to just sort of be very vigilant of what's out there look at all their options, not be afraid to be aggressive if uh, the right opportunity comes up to get a guy that's not a rookie. They also need to evaluate all the rookies always and wait to see who their guy is and make that move at that point. And, yeah, I'm fine with Jared Goff in the meantime. But I've definitely started to doubt that, hey, if we get all these extra pieces, he can be the, the main guy at quarterback. I think he's the guy for now, maybe next year, maybe a third year, if he really starts to play and they surround him and the offensive line starts killing it. If they could ever get healthy. Chops, we we got so much to talk about, man. I don't know how we get into it, but this is the big one for me, and we just kind of hit on it a little bit. How do we use these valuable, these priceless, these immaculate assets that these draft picks that everybody's hanging their hat on I mean every day on Twitter I see people oh just wait Okri till 2024 we'll be good at that point after we nail all these first round picks Oh, Okri like we don't care if we win we got the picks man we got the picks is there a guy that's bigger on picks than me is there somebody that's more excited about potential about rookies about guys that haven't done anything in the game oh man this guy's gonna be good just wait that's been me forever and it's still me I love I love draft picks. I love young guys. I think, you know, they can totally boost their roster with those selections. But for people just to act like we're going to hit, you know, four Hall of Famers, and then we're just going to get the free agents, and the quarterback's going to fall in place, and everything's going to be perfect. Like to me, that's a leap of faith at best. That's Kool Aid 101. And I hope it happens. But I mean, come on. I mean, so my question, I guess, is how are you kind of using or looking at these draft picks to really? take this roster from struggling to oh baby that's what i'm asking
0: that's for good well look i i want to i want to wrap up the last segment with a nice little bow that leads right into into (laughs) this uh, question so talking about the quarterback play i'm going to pose you a question and then i'll answer your question okri would you rather be where we are today with Jared Goff as our quarterback with two extra first round picks in the next two years at 0 and four, or would you rather have Matt Stafford as your quarterback? No extra two picks, no third round pick that we use to get your boy, Melifanwu and be one and three with Matt Stafford.
1: I'll take Jared Goff.
0: That's the right answer.
1: And that's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that that was an easy one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So look, I mean, we made the right move in the off season. Uh, I don't, I think everybody knew we weren't going to the super bowl this year. We weren't going to be a playoff team this year. Um, I mean, realistically we look, I, I was optimistic coming in, but the way the injuries have hit us, the way the things have played out, you know, it's, it's taken a little bit of a turn, but I will say, I mean, you are the, you are the king of the draft pick. And I am very excited about having two first round picks coming up. I think, again, we, we continue to build around our defense. Um, I think if you look at our roster top to bottom, we're, we're getting happy with our lines, unless we find a big nasty edge rusher that can come in early. I like that. I like to look at that, but um, you know, I think for me, it's, it's looking at our linebackers and our secondary early on with those picks. Um, and maybe make it a splash here or there for a wide receiver or a skill player on that side. I like our running back situation with Swift and Swag. Obviously I like our TJ Hawkinson and uh, you know, grandpa fells seems to be okay. Backing him up. Uh, so, but we need, we need a wide receiver or two or five. And, uh, and look, we need some linebackers and some corners and some safety. So for me, it's all defense all the time. And uh, if you find a skill player that you think is a steal. Um, which, by the way, speaking of steals, you know, I heard all about Saint Brown, and I'm not seeing much on the field. What's going on with that guy? I,
1: I mean, the young cat's uh, he's having some he's having some struggles. He's having some issues. Struggling. I. I... I, I think he's still a really good player. I mean, I thought he was going to kind of be this focal point this year based on the other pieces we have, but they just seem to love Raymond Khalif, Khalif Raymond, um, as well as Quintes. Here's the thing with Quintez: like he's starting to make plays, and people go crazy about him. Like he'll make a couple plays, and people are like, oh, he he's he's our number two. Like from now for the next few years, I'm like. No, <laughs> he, he's like our, our one two now, but like he should be a four five. And like Quintes stepped to the podium recently, and I swear, dude does not sound excited, smart. I don't know what his issue was, but he was having trouble like answering the simplest of questions. So I have a little concern there with Mr. Q about his uh, processing ability or, or what's going on there. But I mean, yeah, across the board, I mean, struggling. Like, there, yeah. there's no question. I, I, I mean, I, I,
0: I was expecting a little bit more from him. Um, I thought, I thought they would, he'd be a focal point. I mean, I, I really, honestly, I had him right behind uh, Tyrell, but uh, they've kind of gone to this whole Raymond situation. I mean, now I will say that he did, I think his, his receptions popped up here against Chicago. I think he had four or five, maybe six. So it's, it's getting there, but it's not where I thought it would be by this point. So.
1: Yeah. I mean it's it's the whole it's the whole wait, you know, wait and see because I I think he's He's been a uh, you know praised in practice. I've seen things I like on the field from blocking to even like the fourth down play. Everyone saying he ran his route slow. He ran like a Golden Tate route where he sort of just like walked off the line and then bursted out of his cut and then he just threw it too far. He would have, he was wide open. So I see good things I like. It's just he's not dominating, which I didn't expect anyway. I mean, as much as I hyped him up or think he can be good, he's good in a, a two, three, four slot role receiver. You know, a guy that comes in knows his role makes plays I mean it's, it's just wait for him I think my thing with the wait. here's the thing and then we'll, we'll get to our commercial break we'll talk some Vikings is like I, I I'm tired of, of the struggling across the board struggling like I you know what I want choppy like people tell me oh it doesn't matter we, we knew this year was gonna be whatever like no I mean I want winners
0: I want winners I want people that want to win.
1: I, I'm looking around at this roster right now. After what, of four weeks? After all the injuries? After all the issues? And I'm saying
0: this: cannot play with them, cannot win with them, cannot coach with them. Can't do it.
1: I mean, I'm looking at like half our defense, and like I, I, I don't know what we have. I'm, I'm looking at them. I'm like, hey man, step your game up. <laughs> that goes to like the whole defense. Hey, hey, some of our playmakers, step your game up. Like, I, I guess, like I'm just. I'm fine with patience. I know it's a long-term plan. I know they're getting out all the people that were here. But four weeks in, I'm just so sick of the... Wait two years and then we'll see. Hey, everything's going to go perfect in draft and free agency, so don't worry about it. Hey, the quarterback's going to fall in our lap at the perfect moment. Like, so many questions. And like you said, right now I kind of just want a dominant offensive and defensive line. And, you know, I'd love to get to where we had a good defense. I feel like we can figure the rest out, you know, at other places. But all this wait around, oh, we knew we were going to suck. Like, no, I want to win ball games.
0: So – Look, Oak. I think, I think, uh, I think you've missed me on the show. It's been a couple of weeks, and I'm gonna. I think I got. I got to fill up the glass here. Take a minute, drink it in. Fill up the glass. Drink
1: it in, man. Uh...
0: And listen to me. I get it. It's hard I'm... to be patient. Okay. I think it was uh, Guns and Roses that said it takes just a little patience, and you gotta, you gotta, you listen. It's been four games with this new regime. I know everybody, and I hate, I can't stand the saying, but everybody, you know, the same old Lions, all same old, no, listen, it's not the same old Lions because I'm still seeing fight out of this team. Now, it was a little bit of an embarrassment against the Bears game, but. We fought with Green Bay in the first half. We fought back against San Francisco. We went toe-to-toe with Baltimore and I had the rest of our hands I want people that want to win.
1: Three. I need W's, Choppy. And- I don't need hard work anymore. I don't need try-hards. I don't need, all oh, wait around. I, I need W's. I need wins. I need people that can make... Plays. You're giving me the Kool Aid, which I literally just took a couple big sips of my blue Kool Aid, a Mio Berry Blast, if anybody wants to pick that up at the old store there over at Walmart, wherever you go. Um, Delicious. It tastes like uh, eventual winning, not right now. But my thing is, like, I look around this roster. I mean, I've said it on Twitter, all these different things, like, You can't have our left tackle, our two rush ends, our linebacker, our guys on offense. You know, everybody hurt. That matters. I mean, what? what We're going to, like, lose all these guys for multiple weeks, and we're going to get better? Then we're going to start beating teams with no Frank Ragnow, no Taylor Decker, uh, no Jeff Okuda, no Trey Flowers, no Romeo Quara, Like... Those are those are probably five of our best players we got. So that's where I'm like, don't want to wait around. I want to win. But like, I know the the realities is like, I mean, don't tell me like, hey, hold on. Wait for the next eight games when I know those guys aren't going to be out there for the most part.
0: Listen, Oakry, I'm telling you, you're not going to have to wait eight games. You only have to wait four when we play Philadelphia. (laughs)
1: Okay, I just need I need a W first and foremost. I also need to like just see golf and company start molding. I want to turn on the games every week. And be a bit more excited than I am right now, as well as, like you said, the fight and all that's great. As long as you're not only hanging in till the end, but you're not killing yourself like you did in Chicago by giving the football away and looking like in a bum- bumbling clown show, which is it was embarrassing. That's what I said online. It was an embarrassing game that was in Chicago. But, Chops, we've talked about a lot here in this first part of the show. I think we need to get our sponsors in. I think we need to come back calm down talk about some other things as well as preview this vikings game get people excited say hey all that stuff okra and chops they fix the lions we, we're going in the right direction it's going to get figured out now let's go try to beat minnesota how about that
0: sounds good let's get those sponsors in and uh i'll keep filling up that glass we'll, we'll get there
1: <laughs> absolutely man so everybody will take a quick break we'll be right back you ready showtime Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now. All right, Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers, back from the break. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com if you love fantasy football. If you didn't get in this year... Get in next year, I mean, I'm dominating choppy in the league that we're in together. I'm I'm blowing up this year in fantasy. I'm really having a good fantasy football year. I have had a few clunk ups where I got a tie. Who wants a tie in fantasy football? I did get some other bad beats that uh, cost me here or there. Sometimes by my decision making, where I never know who to play or or how to how to manage some of these injuries. But I mean, other than that, fantasy football is a good time, and uh, it's good time talking lines. So we got into a lot in the front part of the show. Appreciate everybody hitting that subscribe button. And uh, giving us a listen here on the Detroit Kool Aid Cast. So, Choppy, I mean, ready to get into Vikings or what are we doing here?
0: Oh, so Okri, I think um, you know I, we were down at Ford Field. Uh, you know, as 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 you have mentioned before at the Baltimore game, and you know, I, I keep I keep hearing this 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 sound, and I, I can't I can't place it, but but I think it's the vehicle. Taking about half of our team from Ford Field to Henry Ford Hospital. Did did you hear? Did you hear what I was (laughs) saying?
1: Is that is that the sound
0: you're referring to? Yeah, that that was it. Was that the? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah, that was the ambulance that taking half of our dang team to the hospital and on the IR and out of the game. What is is going on (laughs) with these injuries, man?
1: I think, I think that has half our team on it. It definitely does. I mean, it's... like I've said it. I mean, people beat me up for it. They're kind of like, man, injuries are part of the national football. Yeah, I get it. The thing I don't get is every year, nobody that's inconsequential gets hurt. It's always our top draft pick, our stud at each position. And they're always out for, I don't know, the season. Or multiple weeks. Or six-plus weeks. Like... Can we start getting some hangnails from, like, the fifth corner? Can we start getting the gunner having a hamstring pull, not our starting defensive end that makes 18 million bucks or more? Like, that's what I have an issue with with all these injuries. So, I really don't know how we're going to overcome the loss of now for three-plus weeks now. I heard it could be, like, up to six or more. You got when's Taylor-Decker coming back from his pinky surgery or whatever he had. Like, I have no idea what's going on there. I mean, it's just up and down I mean I guess Trey Flowers is coming back but we talked about him earlier I mean we've almost been better at the rush ends with him sitting so that's not got me all fired up so you tell me choppy I mean what are we doing with the injuries how are we getting over these
0: well look let's start on the defense or on the offensive end right you already mentioned you know three of our big dogs on the line and uh do- you- we didn't even talk about Trey Crosby who is supposed to be our starting right tackle out now I'm here at Penny Sewell, maybe... Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Canadian for you
1: there, for your Canadian oh. listeners, Sewell. <laughs> hold um, on, hold on. You, you said Terrell Crosby. We, we took him out to the trash heap before the season started. He's been gone. Uh, right, he, right. he, he's at the bowling alley working right now. So I think you meant you're overreacting about Penny Sewell's injury. Um, the dude's going to be fine. He's just a little ankle beat up or whatever. We, we got our left tackle and our center gone, and then we haven't had this O line which was supposed to be incredible play at all when it counted like that's ultimately frustrating
0: yeah yeah well and then not to mention too you've had you know Tyrell Williams has been out you know Hunter Bryant who I was expecting a little more of some of that tight end group that got hurt early on and we had to you know ditch them um it's it's been rough on the O side for sure um
1: Oh, you mean our number one receiver? Our top guy hasn't played barely a snap. He played like two quarters, I think, and then got one hit, which happens in most football games. That's put him out for multiple weeks. Now, I'm not trying to downplay concussions. I mean, I feel bad the guy got a concussion or whatever, but I was there that game when he got hit. It was a seam route. He got he got hit, but I mean I didn't see a direct helmet to helmet. I didn't see some vicious takeout. And it's been been four plus weeks now. I mean, like part of me is like, come on, man, let's let's get him right, let's get him fixed, let's get him back out there. I mean, all these other players returned from all this stuff, so that's a questionable one for me with Tyrell. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Taylor Decker, but you think he'd be able to club up his hand and, and do some work, but he's probably very particular about oh, I need my hand placement, I need my technique. Well, most guys just wrap a big ball on their hand and go out and swat people in the face and play left tackle or interior guard or whatever you got to do in the in the league. So, let's get him back out there sooner than later. And I mean, no Romeo Quara, bro. Like Romeo Quara getting the old siren. I mean, Romeo Quara is not only our best rusher. We just paid him. We paid him big. Now you got to call the ambulance cuz he tore his Achilles. Not only is he out this year. Is Romeo going to come back and be the the hard end, you know, guy that shows a lot of hustle and gets out there? Or is he going to be hampered? I mean, I don't know. Killing me.
0: Yeah. It, it's it, it's a it's a, it's a a hard one to take, you know. And then, of course, you throw in your Jeff Okuda and your uh, Ife Melafonmu right off the bat, too. Those are tough corners. I mean, your top two corners that you lose or who you expect to be your top two corners, maybe behind AO on the Ife, but... Yeah, man. I mean, those are big injuries, right? When you lose your number one guy at a position, um, across the board and it happens in, you know, six, seven starting spots, it's hard to overcome. Um, and especially hard to overcome when you're in in a rebuild year, right? This is a, this is a transition year where we're, we're getting rid of some of the garbage and we're building in, but, um, you know, it's hard to, it's hard. You know, you got a 53 man roster, right? It's, uh, And when you've got eight starters that are out, it's, it's hard to go best next man up when we got a lot of garbage that we got to get rid of from the last regime. So it's tough, but I think it'll also give the young bucks some opportunity to play. I mean, I like what I'm seeing out of Bobby Price, AJ Parker. Um, You know, I like, I like a little bit of that. I like what I'm seeing out of Derek Barnes. I mean, yes, he's going to have some ups and downs. He's going to have some learning curves, but i would like some of what I've seen from him. I think Anzalone is, is, and he's he's another one. He rides the wave, right? Like when he's on, he's on. And when he's down, oh my God, he's a dog. But um, you know, I, I think, you know, I think we're gonna get to see some more out of, out of big denim. And uh, you know, so the injuries they play a part, but we'll get to see some more of the young bucks. But yeah, it's really hard to see, you know, when you feel like you're not even playing a starting NFL roster because you've got so many guys here.
1: Hey, hey, note to Dan Campbell, the conditioning staff, the coaches, and these players that continue to get injured for the Detroit Lions.
0: You've had enough of that shit.
1: Exactly. I just had enough of it, choppy-chop. And, like, you know, they say, oh, well, the next man up, or hey, now we get to see the young guys. Okay, well, i I mean... You're gonna figure out what you have, congratulations. But we also don't know what we have, and I don't know our top draft pick at corner. We really don't know what we have in our new rush end Romeo. We only got to see him a little bit. You know, you don't know what you have in this O line because who knows if they'll even play at all this whole season together. So yeah, you'll get to see AJ Parker and you know uh, Jerry Jacobs and company. Well, con- great. I mean, we'll see if they can make the bottom of the roster as we as we bolster it. But that's not going to win you ultimately games in the, in the. The most competitive league in all of sports so i i don't know man you you hung your hat on some names which i'll be looking i will have Derek barnes big denim circled i will hope that decker and rag get back and we at least get to see you know a, a decent semblance of that line but right now i mean it's just a it's a mash unit for the detroit lions i mean let's not hear the sound anymore choppy let's get this ambulance headed to henry ford and stay there please because i've had enough of these injuries for our team
0: yeah, I agree. It's tough. It's it's real tough. We gotta we gotta overcome. I you know, I'm not I'm trying to I'm not trying to do uh cliches here, but you know, we it's it's uh I know you hate that next man up mentality, especially, but hey, you also are the guy that loves depth. So we gotta have it. <laughs>
1: you you have to have depth, but you said we're not a team right now that has frontline, let alone depth. So we're trying to figure it all out. We can't have our depth. It's starting at every crucial spot. And like I said, these aren't like the, oh, who cares position. Like you could probably get away with, you know, your second safety being out there in the far back end or, you know, hey, our backup, you know, guard is out, you know, for multiple weeks. But when it's tackles, it's centers, it's corners, it's linebackers, it's skill guys. It's like, yeah, that's that's what really hurts your team. So, I mean, oh, okay. we'll, we'll see oh, how they deal oh, with it.
0: Look, look, look you got to calm down, okay? You settle down. <laughs> but listen. <laughs> We, we just signed Ryan McCollum from the Houston practice squad to potentially start at center. It'll be okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I mean, I don't, I don't even know what to say to it. I mean, let's like, that's what I hate is like these last couple Kool-Aids I'm, I'm ran right, but I'm trying to do the people justice. Cause nobody out there's happy. Nobody like, even if we were one and three, but we saw a little bit more from different areas. We weren't heard across the board. People are like, Hey, I like this new team. I mean, again, I I posed this to Stefan on the Wednesday show. Go back and listen to that if you want to laugh and, and hear me get all riled up. Choppy... I know it's choppy likey, but have you seen Dan Campbell and company do any of this this year? We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right. That's going to be the mentality. I, I mean, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen that type of intensity. I haven't seen that type of play on the field. How about we start biting kneecaps, taking people out this Sunday against Minnesota?
0: I saw a little bit against Baltimore, but I want to see a hell of a lot more against Kirk Cousins and those damn Vikings who are also a dumpster fire up in Minnesota. At exactly. 1-3. So
1: let's do so, it. Let's get into that game. So here's my thing. I mean, I'm not a big like, Oh man, that stadium is tough to play at, but Minnesota is on my short list of like, it's, it's kind of a tough stadium based on the noise and, and some of the things their fans do. But I mean, it doesn't have a bunch of history. It's not a place that, you know, their teams aren't just world beaters. So you think you'd come in there. But every time the Lions go into that dome, they they just get beat up. I mean, we had, what, like t- 10, 12 sacks one year in that stadium. We always seem to turn the football over a ton. So any concerns about that as a venue? Or do you think we could just walk in there like Conor McGregor and, and try to get this dub?
0: Well, first of all, uh, that's uh, don't use that analogy because I think the last three times Conor McGregor's walked into the ring, he's walked out with an injury, which I guess is kind of fitting. Or he's put up a loss. So the
1: strut. We got to have uh, the strut.
0: Okay, fine, fine. We can strut in like Conor McGregor and then walk out with a broken hammy. Um, no. Okay, so we're gonna walk into Minnesota. No, I mean, look, I'm sorry, dude. U.S. Bank Stadium does not send shivers down my spine. How many games has Dan freaking Campbell coached in that stadium?
1: I don't know. Has he coached a bunch there? He hasn't hasn't coached much other than assistant. Uh, I mean, my my thing is, I mean, choppy, they've got the horn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like they're going to play that every two seconds. I mean, that's what gives them the advantage, don't you think?
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know what? It's uh look it, it,
1: They have uh, a Viking listen, on a motorcycle
0: divisional opponents with these gimmicky uh it's like Columbus Blue Jackets with the cannon and hockey and you know <laughs> they got the horn in Minnesota, like you know I can I, I listen, Dan Campbell's gonna take that horn, he's gonna snap it over his knee, and he's gonna shove it you know where <laughs> and we're gonna win against the Vikings.
1: Choppy, I'm I'm right with you. I mean What's up with all these gimmicks? I mean, seriously. Drink it in, man. Uh. Cornbread! <laughs> Who would do such a thing, really? I mean, that's just oh. that's just that's lowbrow. That's kinda like I mean, that's just ridiculous. I agree with you.
0: Yes, yes. The gimmicks need to go. Come on. We, we're, wow. we're, we're way above that on the Kool-Aid
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs> so so here here's the thing let's break this game down a little bit we already talked about the injuries i i don't know you know my biggest worry i guess is the o line gelling so quickly and being able to keep some of the you know vikings pass rushers that always seem to get after us to at bay i do think you can throw the football i mean they they have pat pete but he's older and they've invested in a lot of corners but I still think it's a team you can pass on a little bit. I think the Lions' best strategy to try to get a W, which is really what I want, I don't care how it looks, how it feels, is to really just see if they can slow the game down, pound the football, just wind that clock, and then just win this game like I mean, again, we'll get to our predictions here in a moment, but I would go slow play. I mean, I'm struggling to figure out how you get 24-plus points with how we're set up currently. I mean, let me throw this to you. Can the Lions' defense, which is banged up, which is not playing particularly well most weeks, can they stop or even slow down? Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and that bum, that old bum that always seems to kill the Lions, a guy that I will never draft in fantasy football ever, Adam Thielen are they going to just kill us all game or are we going to be able to do something with these guys
0: no actually I think I think we're gonna we're gonna be able to stuff the run a little bit I mean we've done it we've done it pretty well other than you know this last week look I don't know I, for me that Chicago game has been an anomaly right like after we had such a good a high from the Baltimore game even though it turned out to be an L, um, that Chicago game was just like a bounce back game. I, I for me, I try, I almost throw that game out because I, I don't know, we played so good against Baltimore. We really bottled up their running. Um, you know, of course, I mean, we really, we handled Lamar just about as, as best as anybody else has. Um, no, I don't see Delvin cook going freaking bananas on us. I mean, he's, I know he's I a little do. hurt right now. He's banged up, but, uh, for me, it's going to be about, and again, I, I know you hate the cliche, but it's about game management. It's about getting Jake G- Jay willie and uh t Swizzle the ball managing the clock getting getting guys open and hitting them in the flat when we need to i mean think back to what we did when we were down in baltimore or down to baltimore 14 nothing going into the second half what you turned to me in the seat and what did, and you said choppy what do we do here and what did i say
1: this nickel and dime them move down the field feature your guys something like that i mean that's what we did
0: yeah, I mean, we dinked and don't, we, we, you know, a, a three yard rush here, a, a little dump pass off to Hawk there, um, you know, nothing crazy, get get, get to Raymond in uh, space and let him make some moves. I mean, I want to get TJ Hawkinson out there and get him a little more involved, but I think we're going to find ways to move the ball on this Minnesota defense. Um, I, I, I'm not concerned about that. Uh, and I think if our pass rush can can step up, I think we can get to Kirk Cousins a little bit too. And uh, we can make we can force him to make some bad decisions. Um, obviously, Jefferson's going to be a problem. Uh, Thielen across the middle. I'm hoping that Derek Barnes is able to kind of keep an eye on him. And um, you know, we may have to we may have to cover Jefferson by committee. But I, I I really think this again this Minnesota team does not scare me at all. I mean, they're one and three. I know they've had some close games. You know, people are saying they could be four and zero. Oh. Um, that's a bunch of bula bula. Uh, they're not good.
1: Well, we'll we'll see. I mean, I, I think, you know, I played the, the sound bit earlier and I think it's appropriate here. I mean, without turnovers and without quarterback pressures, I mean, you can't win. You can't win without those things. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot coach with them. Can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it because every week I don't see quarterback sacks, I don't see strip fumbles, I don't see turnovers. I see an occasional ball that got tipped and got fell into A.O.'s arms, but it's like you just got to be more dynamic. And and a lot of times you're like, oh, is Dalvin Cook gonna kill us? No. Yeah, I think so. You know, is Justin Jefferson going to be a nightmare to deal with when we have these corners out there? Yeah, I think so. Is Kirk Cousins not good, but he always seems to put up stats against the Lions and always seems to have a decent numbers at the end of the year? Yeah, so I get it. Their record's not good, but I think they're the superior team right now based on health, talent. Ability. I'd love to serve up Kool Aid, but to me, unless you do what you just said, which is protect your golf, nickel and dime, hold the clock, run the football, smash them in the mouth, and then try to get some turnovers, I think it's going to, you're going to have to play almost perfect across the board, try to get a win in this game. So if I'm giving a prediction on a score, I mean, this one's going to be like 28 for the Vikings and like 17 for the Lions.
0: Oh, Oh great! You think they're going to put up twenty eight, huh?
1: Yeah, because we I mean, have you, no one you on did defense. Did watch the
0: game where they put up seven against Cleveland, right? You, you saw that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I I heard about it, but I I just think that we can't cover, we can't turn it over, and they're just going to run it and then throw it on us like they always do.
0: No, nah, I I have to I have to strongly disagree, my friend. I think <laughs> okay. uh, look, I get it. Romeo, we got our edge guy, he's out, um, but we're gonna get flowers, we're getting flowers back hopefully. Um, I, I think this Austin Bryant and some, and uh, the other Okor brothers gonna get some chance here to, to make some runs at that, uh, um, at, the, at the at Kirk Cousins. I think AO is gonna have his hands full with Jefferson with a little bit of help, Walker across the middle. Uh, hopefully those safeties can, can contain Thielen. I mean, look, we're not gonna shut anybody down but we just gotta contain them a little bit. So make them settle for field goals, which I think we can do. Um, I mean, we did that well against Baltimore. We just gotta not let them go crazy. I mean, and then on on the offense, we just like you said, we gotta control the clock. We gotta and we gotta score touchdowns. We can't kick field goals. I, I mean, who's our kicker? Who who is our Austin Cyber? Is he even back yet? Is he? Who is it? He's coming Santos? back.
1: It, it kickers are the least of our worries at this point, and the lines have actually been good in the red zone for the most part before they went to Chicago. I mean, they had been scoring almost every time. And then Chicago, I'd say scored uh, none of the times basically um, when they were down inside the 10 or the 20. So, I mean, it's a little bit of hit or miss there. So what's your score choppy? I mean, you're, you're pumping up, giving the people the Kool-Aid. What score you got for this game?
0: I got a bounce back game here for the lions, man. I got, uh, and I know this is going against everything because it's a nine point spread. But uh, I got the I got the Lions putting up 31, and I got the Vikings putting up 24.
1: Oh my goodness! That 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 would be tremendous. That would be Kool Aid worthy. Everybody, I know I've been frustrated. I know I've been a little anti Kool Aid, choppy, bringing a big tall glass of the Honolulu Blue for you. Drink it in, man. Uh... I mean they they do have the spread of like 50 total points. I mean they've got the Lions of course, uh, you know, like a 7-8 you know point differential. I mean again, you think that's not doable or you think that's crazy, but they they haven't they haven't held tight here recently. I really hope that they could flip the script, if not this week as they get to playing the Phillies, the the Bengals, the uh, Bears again, you know, different teams where you can really start stacking multiple good performances on because I feel like they were, you know, real good in the first half against Green Bay and then really horrible. And then they were should have had the Baltimore game, didn't get it. Then they come out and lay that egg in Chicago. So it's like I'm still unclear across the board of what we have in this football team, but gonna have to overcome the injuries. Gonna have to really make some plays. That's what I'm looking for. Who who are the playmakers? Who are guys that when all the chips are down, still go out and make that catch, still go out and make that tackle, still strip the ball out and, and create a you know, turnover for our football team. Like I'm still looking for those guys chops, but Hey man, we've talked about a ton on this show. It's always great having you on. We, we pumped your Twitter. I mean, they got to go check out the hockey insider and get that good info. I mean, hashtag choppy likey, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You'll see a lot of that here. uh, Come Sunday when the lions are lining up to uh, beat down on the uh, Minnesota Vikings. And then you're going to see a hell of a lot more of it next Wednesday when the uh, Red Wings kick off the season. And uh, be on Twitter and be looking for that. And if you want to hit me up with some questions, uh, choppy likey, choppy don't likey, uh, let's let's get it going. Let's maybe get a Twitter poll here. And, uh, and uh, Red Wings and uh, Lions, you know, maybe some sport that Sean not speak of and maybe even some Pistons if they loop you in it.
1: I, I got to give shops mad credit because the dude's got like 80 million things going on in his life. He's got the family. He's got the crazy big job. He's got everything going yet. He's still been pretty active on the old Twitter machine. He he comes on here once a month, talks football. I mean, he tries to compete with me in fantasy football. I mean, you, you're doing a lot of things. I mean, you, you're doing good choppy. I mean, hashtag Oakry likey. <laughs> oh,
0: thanks. Thanks. <laughs> okay. That means, that means a lot to me, man. But, uh, hey you know what that's that's the spice of life you got to you got to do things that you love and you got to love things you do so talking sports being with my family i'm a camping man i'm a twitter man you know i'm a sports guy let's uh let's watch some lions and uh let's get a big dub here in minnesota
1: i love it man and love it's always fun having you on the show so thanks for making time for it everybody i hope you enjoyed this episode of the detroit kool-aid cast Uh, let's go get a dub as he said in minnesota with that stupid horn that stupid viking on the motorcycle and everything else that goes with that team in purple and let's get a w so everybody thanks so much for listening we'll catch you next week right here on the detroit kool-aid cast drink it in everybody take care we're out
0: Drink it in.